So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. Welcome back to Hosers, it's episode 45. My name is Chris Killingsworth, and joining me as always, co-host number one, Carter Lupel. What's going on, man? How's it going, Chris? It's going really well, thank you. How about you, Thomas? We got Tr- Thomas it's- Williams in Toronto. <laughs> oh, we're live and reporting. Uh, How does it uh, feel being uh, a mall rat? It honestly feels bad. <laughs> no, it's so fine. For- it's fine. <laughs> so to set the scene, we have to say... Uh, Obviously, because of our really bad, shitty recording last week, we decided to make it even just weirder, and Chris is recording in a mall right now. <laughs> yeah. So, a couple things. Like, free Wi-Fi, obviously, is sick. Um, no, but, like, let me just first say that if you listened to last week's episode, and we had decent listenership on that episode... You deserve all of the Easter candy because I, even like editing it, I didn't even edit it. I like literally just put it up and was kind of hoping for the best. So that's kind of where we're at. But yeah, I'm obviously uh, in the Upper Canada Mall right now, Newmarket, sitting outside of the Apple Store, just recording with the boys. Wanted to talk, obviously, (laughs) a little bit about the playoffs and and that. So it's been fun. It's been Um, fun. Yeah, so I was at the uh, the Leafs Nation watch party on last Saturday. Yeah, Saturday when they lost game two. Oh yeah. Um, and I was I was speaking to one totally offside. Yes. And What's up? he listens to the episode regularly. I know he but does. But he was like, he was like, dude, I, I fucking I quit <laughs> after like twenty minutes. I couldn't. I was like, yeah, it's great. And, and even <laughs> like he uh, he do you know the real good pro girls like Helen and. No, don't even like, know who that they're is. On like, they're on, like, Leafs Oh, Twitter. yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah, I do yeah. know who they are, actually. Yes, because yeah, they have... And, uh, uh, Mel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I was... So, Helen was like, what? Like, how bad could it be? And then he, like, legit just plugged his, like, headphones. <laughs> and was like, here, listen to this. And I was that's like, so oh, funny. no, no. <laughs> Dude, that's actually really funny. But, yeah, shout out to uh, Real Good Pros. I actually have listened to them before. Well, there you go. So How about that? But, um, so yeah, obviously, like, if you listened to the last episode, God bless you, it was literally the worst sounding episode of all time. This episode will sound better, I promise. Just slightly. There is a little bit of ambiance, because there's, like, an Easter egg hunt going on in the mall, and I'm right across the way from the Lindor store, where people are getting free chocolate. you're basically just posted up on a computer with headphones on, in front of the epicenter where all the kids gather and meet. Well, truth be told, I'm actually sitting. I'm actually sitting outside of. If you look behind me, I'm actually sitting outside of La Senza. Um, okay. So just 
Two birds, one stone, right? Two birds, one stone. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine I just get taken away in handcuffs. Yikes. Oh, my God. Anyways. All good. Jesus. So let's let's get into it. We don't have a ton of time, but we yeah, want to do a quick... This might be the last Posers episode ever. Cause, yeah. Because Chris will be in jail. Do you guys have, just... like, make t-shirts up? Free Chris kills? Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough look. It's fun. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, don't look, Chris. Fuck. Sorry, boys. Just, like, focus. Chris, stop, focus Chris, here. Chris, stop Tunnel taking vision. off your shirt. Jesus Tunnel Christ. Vision. Chris. Chris, what are you doing to your nipples? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about how you guys were both wrong about two of the series, and I was right. Well, Want to get that. started, Thomas? But what? Well, the fucking lightning? Sorry, I was wrong, like, 95% of the world. Yeah, but you know who wasn't wrong? CK. Just yeah, saying. you said it in seven, so you technically are so wrong. Yeah, so don't, is it is your don't, bracket don't broken? Gloat, swe- don't gloat, sweetie. It's not a good look for you. <laughs> <laughs> is your bracket broken if you like incorrectly guess the, the like the games, no. or you're good as long as they win? Games are just like bonus. Like yeah. you're like it's kind of it's just like an extra incentive to get it right. Sure. So I was right about Pittsburgh. I was right about. Um, See, that's, where, that's where I fucked up. Too. Tampa being swept, both those. I didn't say that either team would be swept. Um, well, no, no one predicts a sweep because that's just like impossible. Did, am I going to be wrong about Calgary though? I think did I have Calgary or Colorado winning that series? I can't remember. I, I think I, I Calgary. No, we I got because I I couldn't hear anything. Yes, <laughs> and you know what? I could just say like I didn't <laughs> yeah. say that. And since yeah, no, no one's one listened, listened to the so episode, like, they'll be good. I said I said Columbus would sweep. I was so confident. Yeah. Yeah, it's so obviously we are in a, a good place right now as Leaf fans. You know we're two and two headed to Boston tonight. How are you feeling about the series as a whole, Thomas? Um, I think it's good. I said that they would. I did say they'd be up three one at this point, so I kind of lied. But yeah, uh, it's. I think they'll be fine. They looked so like the game that they lost. Uh, like game four that they lost, Leafs should have won that. They're the better team. They yeah. just got kind of shitty, unlucky goaltending. And then game two, they sh- should have lost. So uh, I, so technically it should be three one, but whatever. But at least the Leafs look like a lot better, and they're just not getting lucky. So it's kind of it's pretty pretty solid of where they are. It's just. Uh, I don't know. It's it's tricky to tell because it's the playoffs and you never know what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah, it definitely feels like that. I just wanted to let everybody know that if you hear some like ambiance noise in the background, it's just people bustling around in the mall. Yeah. Uh, if you hear, so get down on the ground, that's just... Uh... <laughs> that's not... <laughs> yeah, that's me being reprimanded for my <laughs> naughty ways. But um, yeah, I felt the same way. Like, obviously it's been a lot of fun to you know, have the Leafs in a place where I think they've outplayed Boston except for game two. Yeah. Um, they had more shots on net, um, you know, the previous game. And I think that, you know, a couple of, of those bounces had they, you know, gone in, I think we'd be looking at the Leafs having a bit of advantage going into Boston. But, uh, you know, the Kadri hit, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that. Carter, what were your initial impressions of the hit? <clears throat> that was like... Well, he's got this, like, obsession with DeBrusque, this this series, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he doesn't, like, I don't know, I 
I never liked Kadri to begin with, and I've always been very like upfront about that. And it's like wow. I was I was talking to uh, <laughs> I was talking to Lexi, and I didn't realize it, but I was talking to Lexi Hoffmeyer. You didn't um, realize that you were talking to Clarkson yeah, Cupcake, lo- yeah, Lexi like, Hoffmeyer. I came to, and I was just there talking to Lexi. Uh, no, but like, I. Yeah. This this is this is. <laughs> This is how he is, though. Like, same time last year, same area of the ice, same uh, series, same game. Like, and you know he, what? Ironically, he, he's doing it to two plugs, Tommy Wingles and Jacob Rusk. <laughs> but that's just, like, that's his game. Like, he's not this shutdown guy that we thought. He lets hit, things get to his head. He gets heated, and he makes, like, irresponsible and immature decisions when the time comes down to it. And so... I don't know. It was like a disgusting hit. Like that should never happen at that level of the game. Like it's supposed to be a gentleman's game at that level, and that was like a very wrong move. And it was fun to see Chara like manhandle him after the hit happened. Yeah. But what did you I think, Thomas? I uh, I I just think the refs let it get a like they let it get, get out of hand. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's what I was supposed to say. Um, I just think it was just, like, if they didn't blow a lot of those calls against DeBrusque and even the other way, I'm not saying Kadri should have done that, but they kind of forced his hand a little bit. They, like, pushed him to a little bit of the edge where, like, okay, you have to, like, kind of control yourself now. Like, you have to control the game now, but... But see, that's playoff hockey, though, is, like... Is, but it shouldn't... But playoff hockey shouldn't be, like, you absolutely just... Like knee a player, knee to knee, and you don't get called. For no, that was yeah. a shitty. That was a shitty call. But the, the flip side of it, playoff hockey, is who can keep their cool the longest and yeah, settle out on top. Yeah. Like well, it's. But like, but DeBrus didn't keep his cool either. But he just wasn't called for shit. No, yeah. it's not like so that knee to knee was like pretty terrible, and he there should be some sort of repercussion or should have been some sort of repercussions for that. But it's the job of the Leafs players now to take that. And get under their skin as well, I, and play their cool, and because Boston's doing their game, and they're doing better at it than the Leafs. Are. I did, I did write something when I think it was before Game Two, where it was kind of ironic uh, that they, because David Backus was coming in, you know, he's so shit that like they're just gonna try to agitate the Leafs. So yeah, I did write, I wrote something that about basically like the Leafs can't let them get under their skin. They could just, they just have to skate away, and they just have to like let it go if there's a scrum happening and like you just have to kind of let the it dust off your shoulder whatever kind of thing but like, yeah yeah like ca- calm cool hockey is what wins you playoff series it's yeah, not i just i i agree with both of you i just think that like you know we had seen kadri you know in i heated ish situations throughout the season but to your point carter you know i feel the same way like it is very much about like who can keep their composure longest and you know, Kadri just has these things happen to him where, you know, you saw him skate away and like, yeah, he complained a little bit to the uh, to the refs, but largely he, he wasn't getting too, too involved until he started seeing red and, you know, yeah. and then it all kind of went to shit after that, right? Well, so, And that's just it, right? Like, you can't win a playoff series in the box and we saw it last night with St. Louis and Winnipeg. Like, Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's... Go ahead, Thomas. Yeah, it's just it's just tricky because like, you can always say it's so easy, just like oh, stay like calm, stay cool, like just don't worry. But then you never know like what's in the moment. So that's why I kind of putting the blame 
not solely on the players. Yeah. But it's like. But that that's that's like that's just conditioning. Like if you look at a guy like Marlo, Marlo when he got hit into the stanchion, he could have two handed him, he could have chased him, he could have done whatever the hell he wanted. But that's a player who understands what playoff hockey is, and that you need to have a shelf life in the series or else like with a short bench or with new guys getting called up you're just not going to win and like Marlowe's a prime example of you get hit in a way that's not how you want or that's like against what you're used to and you keep it to yourself like that's yeah I think too like it it really felt yeah it was interesting that like there was replay of Marlowe standing out and the the brusque hit on Marlowe was clean all of it this was, shit it was about- it was clean. It was just a huge hit, and like, yeah. if Kadri got hit like that, Kadri would have two-handed a guy. Yeah, and to me, yeah. it just it seems like they're just, you know, obviously the officiating has been a little all over the place. Sorry, there's this guy walking in the mall with a Lucic jersey, and <laughs> I'm. The, it's not an Edmonton the, one either. Okay, I was gonna say it's not. <laughs> should I should I chirp at him or just uh, leave it? I just just like, well, well, which is it? <laughs> Invite him on the podcast. Yeah. Hey, what are your thoughts? Just kidding. No one gives a fuck what you think. Did you buy but, that jersey for twenty five ninety nine at FanZone? Oh my god. I actually respect that it's a Lucic jersey and not like a fucking DeBrusque jersey. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it, it just seems to me like you know when you're growing up and you'd like kind of like fuck with your siblings a little bit and you'd like hit them and hit them and hit them until your mom was like, "That's enough," and she'd freak out. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me right now, where they're just. They're pushing and pushing and pushing and seeing what they can get away with. And then, obviously, there is a breaking point. And I'm not condoning what Kadri did. Like, I think it was a bozo play, and he shouldn't have acted like that. And I think most Leaf fans feel that way because, hey, it'd be pretty nice to have him right now going back into Boston. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think when, when the Leafs were playing their game and not kind of stooping down to Boston's level with some of the... The, the dirty stuff going on behind the play that's when they're playing at their best oh we, so, we saw we saw game one where they they it could have been any jersey in front of them and the Leafs were just playing their game yeah like, yeah that's it's true that's the hockey that they need to get back to for sure Thomas just if you think about how Leaf fans are feeling kind of as a whole right now where do you think Leaf fans are at with the series and their confidence level I think they're pretty confident like I after the last game where they obviously dominated the Bruins but just weren't able to kind of get lucky like they did and those like two quick goals and then they tie it up and then two quick goals later they're down 4-2 but like I think it's fairly I think the like everyone's still emotional and still knows that everything's gonna like suck ass and eventually fucking lose but I think everyone's just kind of seeing how tonight goes and I think it tonight will play a big part because if they go down 3-2 then I think it's just over I think all, all of it will be uh, it'll be hard to win two games back to back against this team yeah so last last question what do you think they need to do tonight to secure a win in Boston not fucking put Marlowe and Brown next to Neely because <laughs> that was okay. that was literal that was literal fucking garbage like it was uh, I thought Brown so- played well no, but there's so there's so many fucking plays where like they neither would enter the zone with the puck and then he'd like look up and be like, okay, Marlowe and Brown just aren't anywhere. Like right. it's just uh, or like they're just not don't even have their like stick on the ice at all to accept a pass. Like they're just like kind of still moving around trying shit. Like, yeah, no, I agree. So I think 
if you have to put them with if you have to put Nylander with them then I think you try to put like the like Dermot Gardner pairing with them because those are two offensive guys so you try to balance that with the whole five man unit kind of thing yeah uh, it'll be harder because they're away tonight but I think it's just trying to find a balance like I thought that Nylander line was pretty good they had really good chances and stuff but if it if it was just like a Kapanen instead of a Nylander or like or a Kapanen instead of a like a Brown or a Marlow there I think it would have been gone a lot better but it's hard to say what exactly would need to change yeah I'm with you what do you think Carter what's the one thing that the Leafs could do to keep them in the series tonight um as like everyone always like Babcock hasn't been a playoff coach like we saw it last year and we're seeing it a bit this year like what worked game one didn't work game two and he tried to course correct a little too quickly I think the most important thing is Babcock needs to come to play tonight as well and yeah. he needs to he needs to realize that like these guys can't do it all on their own like I, I don't he know needs I to step up to the plate a little bit absolutely and he needs to kind of do some two-way coaching and kind of open the dialogue to see what's what's working and what's not working because what we bet what we've been doing since game one honestly has like it's been a scary series because even the game that we won wasn't one that I feel like we should have won so I don't know I think Babcock needs to come to play and that everyone just kind of needs to work as a unit obviously but yeah we sorry yeah, I just I noticed that too Leafs fan Carter. No, yeah. I just, I hate Boston, so. Dude, don't let P.K. Subban hear you talking like that. Yeah, yeah. I guess you did work for MLSC, so we. That's true. You are an honorary Leaf fan. Um, let's move into a couple of the other series on the Eastern Conference side of the bracket. Um, the Lightning got swept by the Blue Jackets. I don't want to spend too much time on the these series, but yeah. I just think it was over. Um, when we were recording on the way home, and it's mm-hmm. hard to hear it, but uh, Thomas was like, oh, the Blue Jackets just scored. Oh, the Blue Jackets just scored. Oh, they just scored again. <laughs> that was what, game two or game yeah, three? That was game one. Oh, right. The last time we recorded was game one. So all of these things started to happen, and by the time I got home and we were finished recording, they had already won. Yeah. So I, I really do believe that Bobrovsky has been such a difference maker for that team. Um, like I said on the first episode, if you could hear me, barely, was that when Bobrovsky's give-a-crap meter is where it needs to be, it's, I feel like he's unstoppable, and I think we saw really great performance by Seth Jones. Um, I think like he's just he's so good with Zach Wierenski, and I think that that's going to continue to be something that helps propel them to be a successful team in the playoffs. The Lightning... And I, and I did say this as well, was that I was expecting Hedman to still be injured with that concussion that he got in the last couple games of the season. Yeah. What, what were some of your big takeaways, Thomas? Um, yeah, I think it was just hard to go into game two. After game one, they gave up the three-goal lead to kind of secure that. But mm-hmm. it's interesting with Bobrovsky, like, it's almost to switch sports because we're a general sports podcast. We are general <laughs> sports. It's true, general sports the, podcast. The whole, like... When David Price joined the Red Sox, it was very much like there was a narrative there that he sucks ass in the playoffs. Right. Because of his time with the Jays, because of his time with the Tigers. Right. Um, and the same with Bobrovsky. He was like a whole narrative that Bobrovsky in the playoffs doesn't show up. He does, he's never won a series. He's His save percentage in like 30 games, 30 playoff games was like 8 
thirty or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then of course now it's changed, and same with the price thing with the Red Sox this year. Like, um, I think it's just a stupid narrative with a small sample size, and like that people just try and get clicks that saying that they're not a playoff contender or. It's just like if this happened one game, it'd be so easy to just brush it off. Yeah. But because it's the playoffs, because it's seven games or six games, and they don't perform as well as they should, then they could just be written off, and this whole storyline can start. But, right. Uh, Bobrovsky's bounced back and come back and kept on being what he is as a goaltender, and then I think guys like. Uh, like Borkstrand really stepped up compared to he had a he had a couple goals important goals this series. Uh, Jenner, all those like depth guys that people kind of write off Columbus as like a one line team with Dubois and Panarin and uh, whatever the fuck. Who's on? Who else? Josh Anderson. No. Josh. Uh, no, who I think it is Josh line? Anderson. I think he plays. Is oh, Felino oh. maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, Listen, no one's going to care about Columbus in a couple of weeks anyway. So. I know, I know. Yeah, the Leafs beat them. It'll be yes, easy. Yes, precisely. See, that, it's every, it all brings back to the Leafs. So unless, unless I still have to get that stinger tattooed on my butt, which I said I would. <laughs> what you say? You said if they win if the they, If they go to the finals, yeah. that I would get stinger tattooed on my butt. Oh, man. But oh, God. Carter, did you have any thoughts before we move on to the next series? Uh, just on Jenner, it was... It, Jenner did come to play, which was cool to see. We, we love our boy Boone. Booner. Fuck yeah, um, Oshawa, Oshawa General. Yeah, the pride of Oshawa. Yes, bitch. Um, uh, but, I don't know, I thought, I honestly thought game three was going to be a turning point for the Lightning. I thought with Kucherov out and Hedman injured, I thought that was, they were going to know that they, like, had their, like, their Norris and their art out, and they needed to, like, come to the plate to, like, really make a difference. But, yeah. Columbus, I think Columbus just shut them down so completely for four games. Like, four games is a lot of hockey to fuck up, and Lightning fucked up four hockey games. Like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I think tough, that man. game. Th- I think that game three, they're missing a lot of uh, heart. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. So we had the Islanders and the Penguins in the next series. That was an entertaining as fuck series. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I thought it would be like slow as fuck, like moving hockey Islanders, but it was crazy. Jordan I- Everly went off. Dude, Everly was sick. Wasn't he so good? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, it was fucked. I thought uh, Josh Bailey played really well too. Yeah. Like even their defense, like really underrated guys like Adam Pellick and Helen Pulak and Pellick and Pulak. Yeah. <laughs> I can't uh, pronounce either of their names. I'm just winging but, it. But, like, they have a couple underrated, like, low-key guys that just perform well. So, I think it's just uh, a really solid series. And whoever comes out of Caps and Canes, you know who I'm cheering for, uh, <laughs> yeah. will probably destroy them. So. Yo, but we're going we're gonna to move into that series next. But, um, yeah, for me, it was just really, really kind of sad to see Pittsburgh just not get it together and like Dude, no. Matt Murray was no, 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 no. so bad man yeah no the best thing was a sweep because they're gonna fucking do so much panic and the off is gonna be so much more entertaining yeah with them literally selling off everyone but Sidney Crosby if any no. dude I'd like, like to see Lata- like I in my heart believe that Malkin's gonna get traded and I think Kessler's no, no, gonna no. get traded I don't think either of those will get traded but I think there's rumors apparently Friedman said on the 31 Thoughts podcast because I don't have enough time to listen to that 
podcast. Well, I listened uh, to it uh, yesterday, so I'll fact check you, dude. <laughs> uh, she talked about that Arizona was heavily looking at Kessel earlier this year. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. I think I think that would be perfect. Yeah, that yeah, would be so insane. That would be a perfect like little veteran presence, like a Keller, like Galchenyuk. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, it'll be like. Or like a schmaltz. But see, Kessel, though, we saw what happened to him in Toronto where you put the pressure on him. like. But there won't be pressure on him. Yeah, there's I don't Arizona. think there will be. There's only like I, six I th- or seven fans there, right? So yeah. There's a difference no. between Toronto pressure and like Arizona No, I'm pressure. talking about... So I'm not talking about media market pressure. I'm talking about organizational pressure. Like he's going to come in as one of these veterans who they're going to look to. And he honestly doesn't have the capability to carry that responsibility. Yeah, like, sure, but... One thing to consider, still- too, is Tockett is the coach there, and he was the guy that was able to unlock, you know, a lot of this, the stuff that we saw in Toronto, but, a, you know, almost like a different side of Phil. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we don't know this definitively because we're not in the room, but he's, like, the Phil whisperer. So, I, I mean, that's why I feel like it would be a good fit. Like, yeah. I get what you're it, saying it about just wor- pressure, It just worries but- me because I, I don't want to see him go there and then seal his coffin, like... I he was still a point per game last like last season as like a third line player like it's fucked right. like, yeah I know he's just so good it's that shot that down the left he, wing like that's even the, if you put up like even if you put up like twenty five goals thirty five assists like sixty point season like whatever in Arizona that'd probably yeah. be enough like added depending yeah, if they don't have to trade away a lot yeah um, I don't even know what they'd have to trade away. But, it's hard like, to say because he said on the same on the same podcast that people don't really know what Phil's value is, and I well, thought that was kind of I an think interesting I saw, comment. I think I saw a tweet like earlier that was like his value is like so low, like you, you he's like really undervalued right now. So if a T one to came come in and like give them like a second and like. Pittsburgh probably wants a player that they play on the Penguins right now. Yeah. Where, okay. So uh, what about a second in Connor Brown for Phil Kessel? Oh my god! <laughs> Don't, he's never he's never coming back to Toronto because the contract won't work. But I oh would I god. would I miss feel, I miss Phil. I, I miss I would love that. He's him the best. like next to him next to Austin. Oh, oh my, my god, that'd be gross, dude! Imagine <laughs> with him and Kasperi Kapanen, Kasperi Kapanen on the left wing and Phil on the oh right my wing. God. Gross. Oh my god! That'd but. Be insane. So, want to keep moving ahead here. Let's talk about the Capitals and Hurricanes. Uh, Thomas, you can go first, I guess. You have probably a few things to say about how it's gone. What? Yeah, you cut out a bit, buddy. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Your boys. Wi-Fi is not so No, the reason I cut out is because I just don't want to talk about this series. Oh, That's why. Oh, Chris sorry. Is okay. So, Chris, what we're going to do is Thomas and I are going to take over a bit. Uh, no, am I still Tom, there? Can Tom. you hear me? There you go. We hear you now. Oh, am I back? Sorry. Yeah. What I was saying I is, so. is, let's hear about the Hurricane series from your perspective, Thomas. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck the Caps. I fucking hate them. Uh, <laughs> That's it, eh? Okay, good. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's been good. Uh, like, fuck Ovi, but still. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, co- it's complicated because obviously Sashikov asked for that fight and it didn't turn out. But good. see, this goes back, like, so every little guy I, like, feel like, this is where I'm still kind of old world hockey, every, like, newcomer needs to get thumped at least one time. But 
just so they can. It was bad. No, it it was extreme. It was extremely bad, and Ovi's not the guy to do that. Like Mm. he's six. He's six two two thirty two forty, and he like is just a monster. And it like he does not think like he's an animal. He's just a freight train. You don't manhandle a nineteen year old kid like that. Like he. Veshnikov is very big himself. Like he's still but, like yeah, he's a big but boy. He's like a man. He's nineteen. <laughs> he's you put him but up against just... Ovi. He looked like a little kid against Ovi. Like you, no, but un- he's still like he's still like six three with like yeah. two t- twenty. But like, if you look like, at him, like, his stature compared to Ovi's stature and how like basically right. how they carry themselves, Ovi's eight feet taller than he is, and he like yeah, he just exploded him. Like it was insane. Can was, I yeah, can I like, just can I just say something really quick here? Yeah. I like all like the age and like weight and stuff aside here. Like I just think Svechnikov was Russian to to be the same age and size as Ovechkin. <laughs> oh my! You stopped it for that? Yeah, sorry, boys. You know that was uh, that was a little uh, a little uh, that that wasn't the the Kremlin de creme. Of, uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? As long as Fetchnikov, would you say? Would you say uh, that's a little not czar? <laughs> okay, guys, Moby Wait, on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What a quick, what quick thing here. Stop, stop if, stalling, Chris. If, stop if, stalling. If Svechnikov could, you know, put in the work in the gym, I think he could be big enough to fight Ovi next year. All right, guys, Washington, our hands of this subject. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I think we stopped into Trotskying around the, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that their series is tied two two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's been it's been good hockey. I've enjoyed watching it. Did you watch it last night? I watched the first period last night oh, and I fell asleep. Last night was so good. Was, Yo, you know who's amazing. been really good is Peter Mrazek. Has been playing real well. I know because he's good. So do you think? Like, why are we seeing this version of him when we didn't see this version of him in Detroit? You did for that first year. Remember when he took over for Howard? Like, he played more than Howard. I think it was 20... Oh, 14-15? Yeah. Was when, like, Mrazik is, like, the destined, like, goaltender, everything. And then he kind of, like, slouched off a little bit, but he didn't, like, get demoted or anything. But he was still a solid guy. And I think he's still, the, dude, dude, he's still a solid guy, dude. He's a solid guy. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I think it's just a part of it was Detroit being stupid with all their like old world hockey knowledge. And cause he was a little bit of like a head case apparently. Like he, I don't know, he was struggling with some stuff and, uh, Detroit didn't like that, I guess. Um, and he was a little, like, more emotional than others. But I think in Carolina, they kind of dealt with that well. And, you know, with a small market and the team mentality that they have, I think they're probably, like, the most team-friendly, like, togetherness team in the whole league. So yeah. if anyone to have, like, a little bit of a problem, then they'd have his back. So Well, that's why they uh, have Doug- I, Dougie Hamilton there, to just smooth over any, yeah. any problems. Exactly, but the key guy is Jordan Martin, for sure. Uh, yeah, he's he's a little nice, a nice boy. Little nice boy, <laughs> Carter. Who do you think is gonna ultimately take the series, Carter? Um, for my bracket, I hope Washington does. Oh um, my God. Yeah, me too. I think people I've, are. 
like I think people are there like aren't giving them the credit that like what's going to come out of them like I, I would like for you Thomas to see Carolina go all the way so you can wear your 3XL Carolina jersey <laughs> yeah, it's 2XL it's 2XL okay. check but um, <laughs> that's so true yeah it's like a size 62 it's fucking enormous yeah. you know yeah. you know why you know why it's so big because I fill it with the heart of uh, the Carolina Hurricanes <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Next you know, year you'll funny. be on the set. You, you and Jar- Jordan Martinuk both could fit in that jersey, bro. <laughs> yeah, probably. But no, I, uh, I, so I think that uh, I think people are really underestimate like what Washington can bring to the table again. Yeah, Tom yeah, Wilson, baby. It's just, it's just bad. Like I don't know. I think I, I under, under underestimated them going into the series. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they could just keep up this like nonsense shooting like no yeah. well they well we're only seeing the nonsense shooting I think because they underestimated Carolina and Carolina came to play and so they're basically like fight or flight like they didn't expect it and they're getting yeah, a so lot I, out I think, of their back end too right like the shots coming from the blue line have been really impressive yeah still that's a low expected goal so it doesn't really matter don't care. Looks cool on TV. <laughs> Don't care, stats guy. Listen, me and Theo Fleury had a conversation about stats. Oh, my God. Let me... No, yeah. I'm just joking. Did you, did you have a conversation, too, about Trump? Because he's a big Trump today, too. Well, it's neither here nor there. Let's move on to he the also said, he also said dep- He also said depression. Uh, just fix it. Yeah, so. dude. Just go to yoga, and you won't yeah. have to worry about yeah. stats. It's simple. Yeah. <laughs> You're depressed? Uh, just fix it. Just fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Do yoga, man. Oh my god. Anyways, fuck him, but whatever. Should um, I call the episode depression question? Just fix it. No, Probably not. No. That's god, kind of no. bad. That's bad. Or just be like, uh <laughs> I don't know. I should just call the episode <laughs> Hosers featuring Theo Fleury. Yeah, just <laughs> it'll be good. Okay, so yo, okay. let's talk about the Western Conference because I only have like 18 minutes before I gotta go back. So okay. we'll, we'll time this like Whatever. Okay. Do you have questions for the mailbag or no? No, because I did it like an hour ago. Okay, don't worry about it then. Let's just move move ahead here. So well, Flames yeah. Flames and Avalanche. We got the Avalanche sitting in a three to one lead over the Flames. What say you, Fuck Carter? Yeah. <laughs> Carter, um, not Thomas. You'll whoa. get your turn. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like as far as Canadiana goes, I'd like to see like the Flames take it. Um, I just want Rams to be happy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I want to give you that, that, that Flames hat finally, so you can wear oh, it proudly. Oh yeah. Carter got me this cool old CCM Flames hat. Um, yeah. But I, but I think the Flames have like done a good job of shutting down the only line that the Avalanche have. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just. Thank you, Thomas, for getting it. But no. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry McKinnon will probably win the con smite, but it's fine. No, I think... Dude, Kale, McK- Kale McCarr would like to have a word with you, Carter Lupel. So let's talk about McCarr for a bit. That is He's fucking... He's so fucking ins- sick. That's oh He's so good. He's God. so good. It's okay. gross. So I was watching on the same page. <laughs> so I was, I was watching it, because uh, I stayed back, because that was the same night. His debut was the same night as the Leafs-Bruins game three. And I stayed back at school till like, fucking 2 a.m. because I was working Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I was, so we we stole a classroom and had a, the Leafs Bruins game on a projector, and I was watching Kane's Caps and 
all that shit. And then we were watching Avs Flames. Fuck. Like, Kale McCarr, that goal, oh my god, that Dude. first rush. He's I was great. like, what the fuck? I told my I told my friend to to he's a big like sports betting guy and I said bet on the abs like he was gonna do the flames I was like no dude bet on the abs to kill the car he'll be fucking sick. Yo, you know what I was thinking about just just thinking about it now we should do a uh, fantasy hockey keeper league next year the three of us and whoever else we want to invite. A what? Yeah, a what? Sorry. A keeper league. Okay. What's a what? I, what? My understanding is that you keep the same players for several years. Okay. Like until and you can like you can like trade next, yeah, next you, year's picks. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't I'm gonna go all in every year. I did a uh, as you should, Yarmo Kekalainen. Um so yeah, that series has been interesting. I've only been able to watch a couple of the games because they're a little late, but it's so good. Makar's been so playing good. out of his mind. Nate McKinnon, like you said, Thomas, I'll give you credit where credit's due, has just been an absolute monster. Even Landeskog's been playing better. And like I said, I met him in the summertime and had a you know pep talk with him and said, you know, this year, like these are my expectations, Gabriel Landeskog. He's, he's he's been checking the boxes. Yes, yeah. he's hot. And yeah. he's playing hockey well. That's all that matters. He's big. You're gross. Let's talk about the Golden Knights. I want them to beat the Sharks so bad, dude. I'm so oh, over the San too. Jose me Sharks. Too. Are oh, we yeah, all aligned on that? We're aligned. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Like, I pick Vegas to win the Cup, man. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Next. They're going to win. Not to the man. Cup, but. Thank you, next. Deuces. See you later. Yeah. Bye, San Jose. I, I love Vegas. This yeah. Year. Yo, so I wanted to talk about Ryan Reeves beefing with Evander Kane. That's been really interesting. Like, that's a storyline yeah. that's been very funny. What team yeah. are you on, Carter? Um, well, you know that I'm Team Reeves. Yeah, obviously. But, um, I don't know. Evander, like, when he, like, doing all this Muffin Man talk and everything like that. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool, too. <laughs> it's so no, good. but if you watch the fight, like, Reeves was all over him. He was swarming him. The only reason why he couldn't land a punch because Evander Kane was, like, turtling and ducking and flailing and, like... Reeves like got many good bombs in on that that fight, and so he's uh. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, no, say it, Thomas. No, uh, so he's uh he's weaving and ducking, like jail time. Yes, well done. Okay. Here's the no, thing. I like I all know. the antics, like the, the yeah. shit talking. Like I love yeah. it. I want more of it. But is Evander Kane, you know, like, you know, like a piece of shit? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely yeah. is. But I want Reeves to knock his head clean off his body. Well, it was fun. Like, I was watching the game last night, and they were down 5-3, I think it was, um, like, yep. at the very, like, dying seconds of it. And the announcer was like, and we have Reeves on the ice, the final seconds of the game. So now that, that'll tell you how Las Vegas feels about the end of this game. And oh I was like, God. oh, yes. <laughs> but Dude, straight up, if, if I had won the Just Been Baby Fantasy Challenge and the jersey was in stock, I might consider a Ryan Reeves jersey because he's been so sick this playoffs. No, it'd be, that'd be a sick jersey to have. But, so right. he's, he's doing the perfect job because too? Oh, he's, he's throwing like a Vander Kane around and a Vander Kane is one of these guys that needs to show up for the Sharks for them to do well and he's not because... Reeves is just like this, like boogeyman that's chasing around the ice. 
Yeah, but you know what's crazy, too, is all the shit-talking that Joe Thornton's been doing about the whole situation, too. Did you hear the audio clip where he's like, yeah, it was really weird that, you know, they had that fight, and, you know, he just keeps referring to Evander Kane as, like, a 30-goal scorer. Like, he just keeps saying 30-goal scorer over and over again. (laughs) It's pretty funny, but I know it sounds weird, but, like, that's the theatrics in the playoffs that are so exciting for a casual fan, right? Um, and obviously, we're a general a sports podcast, line. so we love the uh, sports <laughs> yeah, podcast. What do you uh, think about uh, Magic Raptors, Chris? Uh, you know what? Like, I think uh, Hardaway's played his heart out. You know, McGrady's out there just, you know, doing layups. And, um, you know, it would be really good to see Kyle Lowry step it up in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that's what wow, I heard on the radio. Start. Yeah, I think that's what they said on Sportsnet this morning, I think. Don't start that bullshit. Let's move on to the next one. We got Predators and Stars. Um, I still would really like to see the Stars beat the Predators. My mind hasn't changed. Have you guys feel, do you feel different about it at all or no? No, that's probably been my... I want to see Dallas take it. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I feel the same way. So it's the same thing. That's probably, but that, that, that... That's probably been the... Why are you stuttering? Le- my, that's probably been my least watched series. Yeah, same Same uh, It's just a weird time. I'd rather watch other games during that time. Uh, but from what I've seen, the stars have looked decent. Uh, it's kind of a nothing series anyways, because I think that whole part is like will be interesting. Yeah. Um, Klingberg had, like, three assists in one game, so that's fucking sick. And Heiskanen played a really good game one, I think. Uh, it's actually yeah, I think Heskanen. Heskanen. Hashtag Nenen. My mouth doesn't work like that. Yeah, it's okay. And I, I, oh, I know Chris. What that mouth do. Okay. Okay. I'm in public. Uh, let's move on to Jets Blues, just for now. We should. Um, like, will it be a colossal <laughs> upset if Winnipeg get, loses in the first round against no. Jordan Bennington? No, because fuck the Jets. I disagree, no. respectfully, because no. I'm in public. Just know that if I wasn't in public right now, I would decimate you with my words. But I can't, because I'm in public. <laughs> decimate. I would... Destroy. I would. <laughs> let's just put it this way. I have an NHL playoff burn book, like the one from Mean Girls, and I have a photo of your dumb face, and it in black permanent marker it says, "Bandwagon Jackass." That's what it wow. says. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's the title of the, the episode. The episode is going to be called "Bandwagon <laughs> Jackass." I have the same one, and it says, "Lover of shitty jerseys." <laughs> Great. Well, we all know that you have the most wrong takes every episode. That's what the fans love about you. I'm gonna pay yeah. somebody you, to do. Is... <laughs> I'm gonna pay somebody to do an iTunes review that just says Tom, Tom, Tommy has the worst takes, and he looks like a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was gonna say. I already have one that I just look like a serial. <laughs> it's killer. our only one star review, and it is literally the funniest thing in the world. Because <laughs> we don't. I straight up on my mother's life do not know who wrote it swear to god but it's <laughs> hilarious oh my god okay well <laughs> how much time do you have left Chris? uh i got like nine minutes okay well i was gonna say 
now that we kind of finished thing, I have one question that I'm putting in the mailbag can, myself. Can you do that? Yeah, because I, I don't give a shit. You just want to hear the intro music. Suck it for enough. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's play that now. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Suck it for enough. And okay, so it's mailbag time. It's mailbag time. It's my mailbag. I'm in charge. Um, so call, I put this. For calling this I, segment, segment Tommy's bag. Yeah, Tommy. Oh, getting into Tommy's get in my, bag. Get in my sack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Check, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get um, into this so situation. I, my, I had a group interview for an assignment where I interviewed uh, JD Bunkus. Oh, good, good show. show. Leaf Sour. Yeah. Skirt, skirt. Yeah. Well, no comment, but... Uh, I just did skirt, skirt in public also. Not a good look, but, <laughs> you know, well. At a bunch You're of, a bunch of kids in a bra store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go, skirt, skirt, kids. Hey. Get in my van. Hey, you guys want to... Hey. Hey, uh, you guys want to be on my podcast? <laughs> Uh, okay, moving forward. Okay, so one question I asked in the interview is like a, it's just a topical thing. I think this is a good question. Mm. Um, so you have to choose one. Okay. Would you rather, in a series, dominate and sweep, or have like a very dramatic game seven and win? Go ahead, Carter. Um, so I would rather have a game seven. Um, and not just like, I, because I think, so I'm worried for Columbus and the Islanders now because they're teams that aren't really, they don't have that much playoff experience as of late and they're, they're going to have a big break now and they're now going to be like a week out of this pace of playoff hockey. And I feel like they're going to have a, maybe, hopefully not. I think the Islanders with trots might be a little bit more be- like equipped to go into this game um, just from a coaching standpoint but I think they're going to be a little stale going into game one so I would rather a game seven just so I can keep up with the pace than roll right into it again um, and keep up mentally with like what it takes to be in that um, be in that zone I guess but I I would fear taking a week off in the playoffs you know yeah I feel like for me same idea as Carter like probably pretty much the same logic too i think i think that you have to and i think teams that have won the cup have faced adversity at some point and i know that sounds really cliche but we've seen it time and time and time and time again that you know whether that's coming back from you know the other team leading the series in a significant way to you know one of your top players going down with an injury and then coming back um, i also love the theatrics of a game seven series and although i don't feel great about the Leafs going into game seven with the Bruins because that's one million percent going to happen um you know I I even think of our own tournaments Carter with our own hockey team where like I'd rather them face adversity so they know what it's going to take to step it up an extra level or to shift into another gear that they didn't know they had rather than have them dominate and just get complacent what Mm -hmm. is your answer Thomas Williams well I was just thinking on the entertainment as like a fan point of view and I was thinking more of like the finals like not so complacency isn't really like a worry yeah or to like overthink it I was just thinking of like would you rather just completely dominate a team like dummy them to the ground and like get to hold that over their head or like have a real like 
roller coaster series, kind of like what the Leafs and Bruins are having right now. Yeah, but and then like come out with the come out with the victory in seven games. I, I get it, and I think so. It's just like a, it's, it's, just, it's a good I'm question. Yeah. Here's here's what I would say. So we talked about this as one of the first examples when we started recording was that Tampa Bay was playing the like we are going to dominate you when we watched yeah. them play their first game against Columbus. And they played well, and like they did. that. That's they, the pro- they they did in the first period. You no, know, I know, but then like, at, like as the game went on, you you I felt watching them that they were kind of like scaling back a little bit. Like, you know, they had the the confidence about them. But then, yeah. you know, as time goes on, I think, like, seeing these upsets happen really show the kind of randomness of the sport. And, you know, you look at shooting percentages and things like that layering into it as well. And, again, it, it's, it's what makes it fun to watch as a viewer. What were people in your session, like, what were their takes on it? I think it was very quick and just said game seven no matter what. So Interesting. There you go. I guess I'm wrong. Sounds like a lot of smart, I was just smart people there's out not, there. There's not really like a wrong question. It's just whatever you prefer. Like, would you rather just like dummy a team to the ground? Yeah. But then it could get like kind of boring because you're like, okay, game three, you're like, okay, now we're three nothing out Yeah, absolutely. But, okay, uh, I'll ask you a question. Would okay. you rather make out with your dad or... <laughs> 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 Or did you see the guy walking behind me looking? <laughs> you can't say that where you are right now. Oh my god! Just walking in a mall, just a guy talking to a computer. Like, would you would you make it with your dad? <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I Chris, just you gotta get. Chris, you gotta stop asking kids that question. Oh my god, I'm not doing that. I'm definitely not doing that. Okay, let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, hopefully, there's an episode 46. We'll have to see what happens to me in the next little bit here. Um, Maybe it'll be uh, from a phone between two, uh, between a glass wall. Yeah, so we're gonna go back to it's shitty audio like, for a bit. It's, it's just like you are now accepting a call from Penitang Penitentiary. <laughs> Press pound to accept the charges. All right, I'm boys. innocent. You All right, guys bye, are guys. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, you can check us out on SoundCloud as well as iTunes. And please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Make Thomas feel better about himself. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay, bye, y'all. Love you. See bye. you next Love you. time. Bye. bye.